Alright guys, you're back with the Spice Cast. I'm your host for this evening, Ben Job. We got Dan Bullard doing sound. Uh, Thomas, he's back in town, I believe. He's, uh, I, I hope you had a great trip. We're happy. We got Shelby and some other friends helping us out online. Thank you guys for that. But tonight we have the Note Kickers. They're off their debut album, right? Uh, you got, you guys kind of formed around this first album, is that right? Yes. And I should, I should uh, introduce you guys. You got John on bass, Hunter on guitar, and Scott on drums. Is this the full lineup? Has there ever been any more or less? Or the the album, we got a lot of different musicians to play on it and when i put together a band i only wanted a three-piece and i was pretty pretty <laughs> dead set on that <laughs> no matter how, how hard we tried to uh get john to recruit other people he wasn't having it so you wanted like the uh, penny whistle player and the uh, <laughs> yeah, bongo player yeah, and right. the <laughs> And of course the cowbell guy. Cowbell, cowbell yeah. Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> no, some soup. It's always awesome like when you have a really tight three piece because you can hear like no matter no matter how much like crazy gear and stuff, like you can hear everybody. There's always like solid chemistry. It's not that like there's sixteen people on the stage and they feel look like they're lost, you know. Like where's that guy going? Is he in the band? But uh <laughs> but yeah, were you guys already playing together before the album or Yeah, we play together at church a lot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we played outside gigs uh, to some extent, but uh, this has been kind of a dream come true for for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a question, not a statement. Scott's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I hate playing drums. If there's one thing, <laughs> we're just we're just real close friends. And yeah, we love playing together. So and we don't no egos and. It's just really, really nice. That definitely helps. <laughs> so did you, uh, John, I know you started out with some like solo stuff. Um, did you know it was going to be like a full-length album when you got the idea for it? or? I wrote a bunch of songs on bass, and my intention was to just record bass. Mm -hmm. And I got together with uh, Jim Cavender, who I really respect and think is fantastic and before I left his studio, the first day he had drum machine ideas and drum tracks, and then he was talking about other people playing on it, and I was kind of going, uh, 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 I, I don't, well, <laughs> it, and then it ended up just blossoming, and I don't think it could have happened or been any better than it was. So, Who was the first recru recruit, or was it just simultaneous? Well, actually, actually, Jim, I showed up. And I play. I recorded some bass parts, and the next time I showed up, he had recorded guitar, and his mm -hmm. guitar was fantastic. So I just kind of, okay, my original intent was wrong. So what do you want to do? <laughs> and he just said, let's get a violin player, and let's get. And then I just got my friends, and it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, it just it was just fun uh, having all these other talented musicians play on it and their input. Yeah, for sure, and. Uh having other ideas on your music. Sometimes it's like scary because you're like, oh, this is the baby and I know how it's going to look and all that stuff. But then you get like different eyeballs and stuff on it or I different earlobes. <laughs> but it, it was, it was really with Jim. I just trusted him. Yeah. And, and it 
was a good instinct. Yeah, shout out to Jim because I know he's taught many people around here, played a ton of jazz, and tons of people know him. And uh, startlingly fresh uh, records has made lots of lots of stuff for local musicians. So. Big shout out to him. I think he was once my neighbor at some point because I was like outside in my lawn. I was like, is that Jim? <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> no mistake and that's got to be Right, Jim, right. <laughs> He's probably with his with his shades on playing bass, probably. <laughs> it's generally how I see him. While but, he knows the art. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Just soloing with one hand and playing. He probably can do that. He's been playing a long time. <laughs> yeah. But y'all's first track you recorded, uh, D-Dog. Y'all want to talk about that one? Is there an introduction, an official introduction for D-Dog? It just it started off on, on bass, and it uh, on the recording we had all sorts of instruments on it, mm -hmm. and it, but it was easily translated to a three-piece. So if you listen to the CD, you'll hear all these other instruments, and then... We kind of came up with our own arrangement, really, of all the songs, and it, it's been a lot of fun. We we kind of I said I started it on bass, then it was upsized, mm -hmm. and now we've kind of downsized it to a trio. But it's but it, I just love the what Hunter and Scott have done to it. Very cool. Let's hear it. The note kickers with D Dog. Thank you. 
And that was D-Dog recorded right here at Spice Rack Studios. Uh, should say the guys were nice enough to come in and play for us and record four tracks. One of them brand new, which is cool. But uh, all these are off the album that is on iTunes and all Spotify and all that good stuff. Have they uh, changed much since you put them down on like uh, on a CD? Or are they pretty much the same as when they were created? You got your same basic melody, but we have change some of the arrangements to reflect a three-piece uh-huh so and it's just been we've had different suggestions from hunter and scott can we do this sure and so it's been a lot of fun they've just kind of taken a journey of their own oh yeah and uh like the uh you've got a lot of like fast picking finger style bass stuff is that is that something you've been toying around with for a long time or yes is that your is that your <laughs> go-to it's a lot of fun it's that's I enjoy that. As a bassist, I'm always super jealous because I'm like, ah, the strings are too big. This doesn't. This <laughs> takes too long. My fan, my hand is not fast enough. I cannot do those hammer offs and stuff. You know, that's like my. But you also get the big. You know, on the acoustic bass, it's just like you get the warm. So I know. I don't know what the technical term for that is. Yeah. But I yeah. can't play an upright bass, so I definitely <laughs> appreciate when I hear somebody play one well. Do you play fretless at all? I have in the past, and that's why I have a fretted bass. <laughs> <laughs> After yep. listening to myself, he he drives a Honda Accord, and so mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, you know I don't think it'll fit right. I'm <laughs> I'm definitely trapped in a minivan or a station wagon <laughs> forever. It's always been that way. I think I played drums before, so it's like I'm just married to the idea of dragging around yeah. much more than my weight and space and instrument for some reason. Maybe I'll pick up didgeridoo. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the next one, you got rocker. Um, I, I was wondering, is this this one about a rocker? Is this based on a theme or a person or something? This is the strangest story. I'll tell this. <laughs> I knew it was a story. Fast, How did as I know? fast as I can. <laughs> I'm, I met Jim. Yeah. Right after I started playing bass, I met him probably about 30 years ago. Just And mm -hmm. I met him for a few minutes, and he said, I heard you only been playing a little while and that you've gotten pretty good. What what, are you, what have you written? And I played him. Yeah. I played him that song, this, the basic thing of that rocker idea, and that was 30 years ago, and I threw it away. <laughs> Never thought of it again. Never wanted to think about it again. Uh, yeah. And then when Jim and I started working together, he goes, remember when I met you 30 years ago? And I said, vaguely. And he said, remember that rocker song that wow. you played for me? And I said, and I, I had written it as a ballad. So I thought it was oh. a, a, love, a love song. And Jim said, you know that rocker? And I said... Man, I don't know what you're talking about. And he kind of, he kind of sang. <laughs> he resurrected sang, the song yeah, from the dead. Yeah, he sang the melody, and I, and the whole you time, it? yeah, the whole oh, time. We that's were, a really good memory. We were recording. <laughs> he does have a fantastic memory. The whole, the whole time we were recording the tracks, he kept saying, "Have you worked any more on that rocker?" And I said, <laughs> "Man, let's just put that to sleep because I don't think it was a very good song to begin with." And he goes, "No, I really." And so he, he kept. He just wouldn't let up, and it ended up, I kind of remembered what I the one uh -huh. little idea I had and then I wrote other ideas around it and it turned out I'm sure uh, you had to dig to like remember oh, <laughs> like was, what it, and, and, I, and I was thinking man I'm I'm 
taking a song from 30 years ago. It's kind of weird, and, but he knew exactly what he was doing. So that's, that's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. But it's part of the history of the the band now. That's right. <laughs> it gives and it like totally ages your your band to give it all that experience and stuff and all that <laughs> experience. Good yeah, that's that's a good way of saying it's it. It's valuable. It is valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the next one from the No Kickers Rocker recorded right here at Spice Rack Studios.
you're back. That was the Note Kickers with Rocker, recorded right here at Spice Rack Studios. And y'all said about uh, getting together at church. That's a, a great place for people to learn music, too. I always ask people if they're involved like with the church, because so many people will grow up either from just from hymns or, uh, you know, keys chords whatever organ or uh the full i mean now nowadays it's all they've got praise and worship and full-on you know laser shows and stuff that they do in a lot of the the big churches and stuff but uh how did how did church music get into y'all's life well i was a i was a traditional service Uh mostly growing up and about um probably 15 years ago a guy named bill hovick um got me back involved. He dragged, he drug me back into playing music. I had, I had been not playing music for a long time. And, um, he kind of transformed me into a, a contemporary worship, um, worship kind of guy. And, um, didn't last much longer at that church. And then about 10 years ago, maybe I showed up at Trinity, uh-huh. auditioned for, uh, for John and the guys and, and got a got a spot. I'm I'm third Sunday drummer. Uh, Very cool. I'm, I'm, proud, I'm proud of that too. When people ask me what I do, I'm, I'm the first Sunday thing I'm mouth. I'm third Sunday drummer. Third Sunday Sunday drummer. You know, <laughs> you must know me. Nice. So, um, hey, that could have been our band name. It could have been. Third <laughs> we struggled a bit with the band name. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How about the rest of you guys? Were you playing for a long time, or did you just pick up gigs with churches, or? Uh, yeah, I've been playing at our church for a while and, um, you know, I, I, similar to what Scott said, I was kind of grew up with the traditional, well, I guess when we were kids, that's what there was. Um, so when I first went to a non-traditional, uh, service, it Mm -hmm. was kind of eye-opening. Oh yeah. It was more, uh, I related to the music more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been doing it a while. And John, what about you? Uh, I got back into church when my daughter was born, and and I was looking to play in clubs less. So I yeah. found a church job, and it was uh, very rewarding. And and so I've been in it ever since. And and I'm lucky enough to play with people like this, so it's great. Oh yeah, and I feel like uh, contemporary church music and stuff has got gone a long way too. Like there's. When it started, it was always like, all right, got the C, A, and G, and you're going to do it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I worked with my dad for a while starting up contemporary services, but all the music they had was just all the, all same. the same. And now they have subgenres of almost everything mm-hmm. yep. and huge touring acts that do all sorts of stuff. It's like it's it's uh, revolutionized yep. completely since it when it began. I agree. And probably probably gotten a lot more interesting too. <laughs> thankfully for for the musicians. <laughs> have you have y'all like uh, have y'all been uh, what do you call it S- surprised by any of the, like the new types of music? I know they have like they've got Christian metal now. I'm sure they've got all sorts of stuff. <laughs> they've got all kinds of stuff for young people. That's real interesting. A lot mm-hmm. of electronic and just dance and and it's it's really kind of strange. You go to worship and there's just all kinds of. It, yes, it's definitely branched out, and they're doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I wonder if they're they're doing like Christian jam band just yet, but I don't know. <laughs> no, it could just be probably. just fish, but some I don't the know. There's some joke lies. there. Is <laughs> that would be a good yeah. fit though, Christian jam band. Yeah, it could it could work. It could work. Yeah, uh, but get but getting back to the uh, album, 
These tracks were on the full length that's already out on iTunes. You guys can find the Note Kickers, by the way, on their Facebook or thenotekickers.com. They got the original .com. You don't have to do any dashes or underscores. We do get some weird like numbers in here sometimes with the websites, but everybody Googles everything now, too, anyways. Yeah. But uh, so uh, what are y'all thinking for the future? Do you have any uh, plans for new albums or I know you're I know we've got a song coming up that Hunter wrote. Well, uh, yeah, and I've actually I think I've talked these guys into um, helping me kind of lay down some some more songs that I've got. Cool. And uh, we'll probably look to do that with Jim Cavender in the next uh, nice. month. So working on that. Very cool. Do you uh, do you have a plan for like uh, how long of a CD? Are you gonna start with something smaller? Or are you just gonna go for it and do like 10 twenty songs. tracks or something? 10, twelve songs <laughs> is what it looks like it's gonna be. So we've already got the material, and it's just kind of a matter of um, us hashing it out mm-hmm. and then letting uh, Jim do the mad scientist. Uh, oh yeah, routine on it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so probably about ten songs. Very cool. Well, the next one we got is the Note Kickers with Plow Right Through, recorded right here at Spice Rack Studios. Thank you. 
That was uh, the Note Kickers with Plow Right Through. That's off their CD, Faith, Hope, Love, Passion, and Pain. It's already on iTunes and all that good internet ways you can find music these days. There's so many of them, we can't list them all, but you guys know how to operate computers, probably, if you're listening to us. But anyways, we got uh, some more tracks coming up. Uh, a track that Hunter wrote. Um, I wanted to ask you, Hunter, how long have you been doing the uh, writing thing? Like, Is that a new, new experience for you, or have you been doing that for a while? Uh, actually, when I was a kid and I started playing guitar, it was more, um, I, from the very beginning, that's what I liked, is kind of coming up with an idea, something original, and, and so writing songs to me was the funnest part of music. So, um, yeah, so all the way back to, to the beginning, um, you know, maybe it's that was because I wasn't as good as at, as others at copying other stuff and learning, you know, covers and that kind of thing. But but yeah, I've always kind of liked that part of music. Hey, if it makes you creative, that's like a good good way to go yeah. at it, honestly, because you can only copy stuff so well. Yeah, I mean, you've got the upper crust of the guys who can play Pink Floyd, just that one that w one or two bands that do the reunions, and then you got all the other people covering it that probably aren't making the, you know the scratch to do it. But oh, yeah. but creating creating is yeah important. Do you remember like uh, some of the first stuff you wrote, like what it was about? Or I, I can't tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's so you were a teenager and well, uh... it's, it's funny you say that because uh, in college I played in a band and the guys that got me in that band were older than me, ah. and they came to see me when I was playing in another band in high school and we were playing some of my originals and there was a song, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this, but it was called um, Red Fire Truck. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I don't remember, I really don't remember what that Red meant, or, but they still what it meant. That's the, that's the that more song. embarrassing, like, I don't know, it meant something, yeah, something uh, terrible, but we have no idea. <laughs> well, so every time I see those guys, they bring it up. So, you know, can you play Red Fire? It's, it's a big joke, so I'll never live it down. Yeah. They probably don't even the know Red, either. Red it's, 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 it's it was right. deep, though. You know, those, those lyrics you write in eighth grade, it was, it was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember I wrote a song in like one of those little diaries they give kids, and it was about monster trucks. And I don't know what oh, it was yeah. like. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure the uh, lyrics were riveting. Like I'm sure they were really something. <laughs> but <laughs> I always like to ask people like what they first write about. They're usually embarrassed. Yeah. But uh, but it's usually pretty interesting. It's like get a got a a lot of love songs and stuff like that. But uh, some people play the first stuff they write. Do you know even you know twenty years later or something? Mm -hmm. So. What about you guys? Do you how do you do your writing or? I just I just come up with something. I mean, I'll I'll write instrumental music, and I that's kind of just it just happens naturally, and it happens differently. And then I'll write Christian music, and I'll usually have an idea in mind ahead of time, and uh, anything other than that. It just kind of is organic, and you just kind of come up with what mm -hmm. you're feeling at the time. Do you find like the the poetry and some of like the religious music comes first, or is it like a 
inspiration kind of thing or is it all just like i got a really good hook and i need to <laughs> a, lot, a lot of times with the christian music that i write it's it's mostly about the lyrics and the melody yeah and the music is very supportive and right but that's that's the way i do it but other people do it differently yeah i guess with with that sort of stuff too you're like it's you're kind of trying to connect with people and and so you don't you can't do like all the breakdowns that I'm sure you guys do you know on, right. on all your shows, like oh we can't trade solos on two beats because <laughs> because people can't clap to that. <laughs> but then you got this outlet too, so you got got the full range. And you guys uh, play like some like a group that's been playing together for a long time. Like what's the age on the group technically by now? I think you said it was at the time we've been playing. Together and we don't all play together on the same Sunday at uh -huh. church either. So Can you work that out? that's that. Yeah, you need to fix that. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's moving up to second. I mean, it's it's been a while. I think the key to it for me is is I'm I've been blessed in a lot of different bands I've played in over the mm -hmm. years to play with people that are above my level, so to speak. Oh yeah, and that's help, always a great way to help push me, you. Yeah, yeah, push you up, pull me forward, and and. We're just, I think with us, it's really just a person, that's a personal kind of chemistry we have because we're, we're at such at ease with each other mm -hmm. that it's just easy for us to get together and kind of create music. And I'm, I've always been more comfortable being kind of a, I'm comfortable in a sideman type role. Right. I don't, I can help embellish ideas. Mm -hmm. I've not been, but these guys are encouraging me to to step out a little bit more now, which I'm trying. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And they've been, it's been very helpful. Scott sings and plays bass and guitar, so it's really cool oh, wow. having a drummer that... Um, so musically inclined. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that yeah, it takes a lot of actually a musician. But... <laughs> <laughs> I need drums. Hits things with sticks. Yeah. <laughs> he sings while he does it, so it's yes. true. No, that's that's definitely, uh, I mean, it takes a lot of, some, some sort of partitioning in your brain or something to do that sort of thing. Because I know if I ever try and play, like, uh, or sing while I play bass, it's just like, I'm singing the bass, like, tones, or I am uh, way out of tune, and I can't, like, my brain is not set up for that. But drumming is kind of interesting because you have so much coordination and rhythm, yeah, you know, kind of. I, I used to play, I played bass for a very long time, and we had a band in That's college. why y'all are so tight rhythmically. Yeah. Cause, yeah. <laughs> so I, I did that, and, and uh, I, I, I had a lot of fun singing and playing there, but mm -hmm. it took a little bit more with two extra limbs involved playing drums to, yeah. to get used to it. But I'm slowly kind of getting used to keeping the lyrics, um, the lyric rhythm in it, right in its, yeah in its rhythm while i'm still keeping the drum time mm -hmm. separately so the next track we got coming up is uh mary's gone to yoga an important track that <laughs> a very <laughs> seminal for your for y'all's band experience the the debut track um Hunter, hunter's creation there's a there's a good story behind it <laughs> so my boss where, where i work uh for my day job her name is Mary. And she goes I'm so, to yoga. I set you up so hard for that. I'm so sorry, but. But actually, um, I have people come by looking for Mary. So about 10 times a day, I end up saying, Mary's gone to yoga. 
And so it just stuck as a uh, title. So. You ever thought of making like an app or something so you could just push a button <laughs> <laughs> or people could call a number? It, it was just. Great idea. I'll, I'll, work on that. I'll work on that. Let me talk to my tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> the officially official Mary's Gone to Yoga or like a website, you know, that you just go. has a green light or a red light. You tell you, there you go. that was almost our band name as well. Mary's gone to- <laughs> I wonder if we could get Mary's gone to yoga.com. <laughs> Jump on that one yeah, quick. I'll, I'll do that when I get home. Well, and plus, I mean, every album, Mary could go all sorts of places. That's good. Mary has That's lots true. to do. Adventures of Mary. <laughs> There's something Mary and the Red Mary. Fire Truck. There's, there's, who knows? <laughs> Mary and the Wolf Spider. <laughs> That's true. There you go. We have Hunter Spiders in the studio now that are named after Hunter. If anyone's, if you, anyone's who's listening has been here before, they'll know that problem because people will just be like playing and they're like, "There's a spider in front of my face and I don't know what to do." We're in the perfect ecosystem. That's mm-hmm. what we cultivate: good sound and arachnids. <laughs> That's why people come to Spice Rack Studios. But uh, thanks again, guys, for playing, put on such a good show. And thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having um, us. Awesome. Please come back next time and uh, please check them out. The Note Kickers. They're on the internet's at the Note Kickers Facebook, thenotekickers.com. They have their full-length album up on iTunes, and you can see them October 22nd coming up at Musicology in Madison with the David Hughes Band. Um, that's kind of a CD release there. You're going to be selling some CDs. Do you want to talk about that show a little bit? Sure. We, we, <laughs> we're two bands that are going to play, and all the proceeds are going to go to... JDRF, and I'd, I'd just like to mention, since uh, since we're talking about it, is uh, that stands for the Juvenile Diabetes mm-hmm. Research Foundation. Really awesome organization. They are doing some. Um, I mean, you really can see what happens with your money. There's making. They're making a really, really big advancements. Um, my daughter, my youngest, was diagnosed. Uh, I think it's almost two years ago because mm. it was fall break uh, two years ago, and it just changed our whole life. Yeah, and uh, we're still dealing with it. And um, man, I just appreciate. Uh, Appreciate appreciate being able to do this and uh, yeah for, for sure that cause so yeah yeah and like a growing problem from what I hear too kind of like one one of those things that uh, it's always good to get on the prevention side because you know how much how much money goes into treatment of all these diseases compared to like how much we throw at get getting at it soon well yeah check them out October twenty second they'll be with David Hughes Band and that's at Musicology in Madison but you can find them on the internet under the Note Kickers and uh, how did how did that uh, name come about anywho Scott <laughs> I got I inundated them with name ideas via text for several days blow up. none of them were Man, good our, my phone was blowing up all day and there's just how many hundreds of names well, it was just any idea that popped in my head i sent it and actually there's kind of a story behind this when go I for was, it when i was when i was at the beach probably 10 years ago with my family and my girls and i were out in the water and the fish there was a lot of fish swimming around n- nipping at our heels mm-hmm. and i and my and i and i kind of moved my foot towards one of them and my middle child, Gracie, looked at me and she said, you're a fish kicker. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, the fish kickers, I thought, that's a great band name, the fish kickers. So we, we kind of morphed that to the note kickers because the fish kickers, for some reason, just didn't work. So. <laughs> they think you sell, like, prawns or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, so were there any runner-ups? Runner-up names? Uh, yeah, there were. The rejected names are always the best. <laughs> the almost four was not one that the I almost was a big four. fan of. I didn't like that. I liked that. 
I liked Mary's Gone to Yoga. Mary's Gone to Yoga. What about Bob? Wasn't that a name? No. No, it was... There was one that was running. Steve. Was, no, but it was Steve it was, with a question mark. Steve. So Steve. Steve? <laughs> Steve? So <laughs> if you called us Steve, we'd say no. It's Steve. Steve. We worked with a, another band called Seeds? Question mark. They're crazy dudes, and they. This is probably the. I'm gonna give them the weirdest interview I've ever done. One of them was in a loincloth, like with a mask on. They're all wearing masks, actually. And uh, you know, there's just like uh, good good friends of ours. But awesome. when you're trying to look them up, it's just like seeds. <laughs> but, so, <laughs> the punctuation can do something to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, please check them out. Thenotekickers.com. Thanks again, guys, for coming in and have a great night. Uh, taking us out will be Mary's Gone to Yoga. I, I don't know how I could forget that one. <laughs> the, <laughs> the official debut track from the Note Kickers. Have a great night from Spice Radio and the Note Kickers. Goodbye. of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash Huntsville or on Twitter at Spice Radio HSV. 
And again, our website, spice-radio.com.